to the Shutdown Full Cast. I'm Spencer Hall, and you are listening to the dulcet tones of the only college football podcast on these internets. I wanted to just jump right off and say, uh, I wanted to just start with mistakes. We've all made mistakes in life. Massive, sometimes unrecoupable mistakes. You definitely have if you're listening. Yeah, you're already listening to this podcast. Come on. Step. Save yourself. Bail out now. Eject. <laughs> Eject. No, no, no. In for a penny, in for a pound. <laughs> no, you listen, you may you may hit the canopy like goose, but isn't that better? You know, that would be calling a timeout. Maybe you should call a timeout and go get yourself together. Oh, I don't you need know, Spencer. Timeouts don't always work out the way you think they would. Maybe you should take another one, just to be sure. Could you take two timeouts? The bottle says only take one, but Mm, I don't know. If one's good, two Two's must better. be better. <laughs> My grandfather really believed that, so like mm-hmm. that that might explain why like I would watch him. He's like, Nyquil, this is good stuff. And then like 30 minutes later, you're like, why is he drooling green and passed out on the couch? If your grandfather were alive today, he would totally buy those Tom Brady copper pajamas. <laughs> they keep me springy and limber. Speaking of I've always had that theory about amputations. Pardon? Like they say, you know, this arm's got to go. I'm like, well, fuck it. Get rid of both of them. Yeah. <laughs> I hate them both. I'm Finish so glad you're not a doctor. Finish the bone saw. He might be in Kennesaw. Yeah, that's true. Jason Kirk, um, in the humorous sense, what's the biggest mistake you ever made at work? <laughs> Boy, we're, uh, we've launched into the... Uh, where to begin portion of the program. Yeah, I don't love this. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I, I can tell you, uh, let's see. I've made I've made large mistakes at work. Probably the most humorous one, I think, is uh, one time when I was working at a liquor store, I thought I could balance a one more box of wine. And I don't mean boxed wine. I mean, when you get those big Ernest and Julio Gallo, like, wine, you know, jugs... Right, the kind that right. you know cost three ninety nine and contained four gallons of of real rot gut California, uh, not even Chardonnay, but like Chardonnay. Chardonnay. Yeah, Chardonnay. Anyway, I thought I could balance one more on those, and when I put it up there, it did. Have you ever heard a structure sort of heave and talk to itself, saying, "Oh, this is going down," right, like that oh, shudder. Yeah. Oh, why? Why did you do this? <laughs> oh, Spencer, this was going so well. No, I think if it's speaking in a male voice, it's like, I got this. No, I'm good. I don't need to help. Stop. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. No, got this. Got this. No, just look away. Look away. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. If I get rocked, this shit for my kids. No, I don't need a mop. I'll just absorb it all. I'm made of cardboard. Collapsing tower of wine bottles is probably a good metaphor for UCLA football this year. So It, it really is, yeah. And uh, I was the Chip Kelly. I was like, oh no, it can surely handle this one additional option. No! So I did that and I heard the whole thing shudder and I ran like hell. And I watched about... How did you know which direction to run? Uh, the way that was not in the way of this giant wall of liquid. Because when they shipped those giant, like four three or four gallon like bottles 
First of all, the glass, extremely thin. I know you think you would be getting value, but you're not. In addition to that, they put them in boxes. So basically, they're just loaded bombs hidden as solid boxes. They're right? basically little, they're like uh, little um, kerosene tanks, but with yeah, wine. Also, you've just given me a great idea for transporting a bomb. It, <laughs> always looking for those. Uh, da, 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 da. That's there's too much Tennessee in this broadcast already. <laughs> I got a new way of making ordnance. You won't find this in the cave. The uh, so I moved and about this entire solid wall of thirty bottles just went. And when it broke, it it was it was the worst smell I have ever experienced in my life like imagine if you could just take essence of mad dog and boil it for two hours to get it down to its like finest most intense yeah it went it went right to the nose and i smelled like that for like a week it was horrendous it made a really cool noise though and i don't regret it well congrats yeah good job buddy that's good you did it yeah i'm not it's important to try things i'm not letting you off the hook because we're going to talk about mistakes that somebody made on a football field. But first, I wanted to give anyone here the opportunity to just go ahead and get this off your chest. For for reasons of liability, I am out. <laughs> yeah, boy, are you? Damn. Yep. Yep. No, Damn. you can't. You can't say, "Hey, I used to be a lawyer. Here's the biggest thing I ever fucked up." No, you can't do that shit. Uh, <laughs> it's nonsense. Well, why not? Okay. Well, for uh, statutes of limitations, lawyer term, I'll I'll confer with my attorney. Uh, and I will say I will not uh, use anything related to my current job. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, at Publix, I'm sure I knocked over. I'm pretty sure I did basically the exact same thing Spencer just said. Um, I'm trying to think of my greatest grocery disaster. Oh, I, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, like the, the big, like, I don't know how tall the ladder was, 20 or 30 feet or so. It was an extremely tall ladder all the way up to like, you know, a grocery store with a high, high ceiling. Um, one where you can go up there and I don't know what we were doing, maybe putting up Christmas decorations or something like that. Um, and I was walking, walking the ladder. Uh, I was at one point I was like under it instead of folding the ladder and, you know, folding it down and having two people carry it. I was like, that's that, that takes too long. I'm just going to walk the ladder with me under it. (laughs) Sure. I'm going to, I'm going to become a, I'm going to become a bottom heavy mech. Yeah. <laughs> well, a variation of this attitude colors most of the bad things that have happened to me in life. <laughs> this will be fine. Yeah. Yeah, just fuck it. We're just going to get it done. Uh and uh yeah, this worked for a while. It worked fine for a while and then boy, when it started to not work, it just it really stopped working all at once. <laughs> did and it did feel... it take you with it? Brother, yeah. So like I'm I, there's like th- this sense that all the weight in your body is like 20 feet above you when you're when you're becoming one with a giant ladder and you're like pushing and pushing but it's like you're you know it's like it's really like something's pulling on your head pulling you back uh so yeah i fell completely backward and the ladder (laughs) is like laid out across an entire aisle luckily the angle was just right it didn't like smash into like you know destroy all the all the bottles of jars of pickles and you know land on a baby's head and start a fire and like luckily it just landed right on the floor but uh so basically this is like an easter island statue goes shopping at Publix. 
Yeah, it was like watching an Undertaker match when like <laughs> he's got to take a bump and it's like <laughs> boom, and everyone's like, oh, I don't know if he'll get up. Um, kind of just wanted to stay down the, under that ladder. So like, it, it, luckily there was no damage, no loss of life, but there sure could have been. I enjoy. I just enjoy that you introduced the phrase "bottom heavy mech" into this world. Because that just puts like the notion of like uh, you know a Jaeger from Pacific Rim with like a really with a donk like with a, an <laughs> absolute like when they're like, did you have to make the ass so huge on that robot? Yes, yes, I did. Yes, yes I did. Can We're you body make a giant on robot? This program. We love our thick mechs. We love our. It's a robot that fights. Where is the power supposed to come through if it's not swinging through its hips? Smart guy. I know, see? man. It would have such a dope name. It'd be like Jaguar Wagon. <laughs> Jaguar Wagon. Like, it'd be like Volcano Donkey. Volcano. <laughs> Does your engineer have some issues? Is he going through some things right now? No, he's fine. It's just, he's so lonely. He's <laughs> so. <laughs> Damn, girl, it'd take two pilots to run that ass. <laughs> it's got this robot's got a process, two processing centers. Let me guess where one of them is. Let me guess. <laughs> we call it the Stegosaurus model. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, we, we're to get to what we're actually talking about. College speaking of UCLA. Was, speaking of UCLA, giant robot butts. Um, Penn State, Ohio State happened. And I just want to get right to it that at the end of the game, I mean, there were mistakes before this, right? A Serious. lot. A both, lot. Both teams making like interesting tactical errors. Anybody what, what? who watched this whole game and is like, Urban Meyer is a far better coach. <laughs> you sure about that? I think somebody just got the chance to screw up last, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> I think for like three minutes he was. Maybe two. It was it was pretty dicey. There was a lot of dice. Yeah, there were many dice, and uh, not all of them landed the right way. Uh, and some. But then James Franklin decided to swallow one of them. So. Yeah. <laughs> then James Franklin decided to play crafts by throwing the dice across the room. <laughs> like the to, like the difference in the coaching here was, and uh, Alex Kirshner and Richard Johnson did a nice post breaking this down this morning. Um, is like. On Ohio State's final drive with the ball, their decision was, let's just let our athletes be athletes. They just, uh, I don't know, we can't block Penn State's line, so let's throw screens. Just keep throwing screens. It's simple. Football's not hard. And then on Penn State's final drive, what they decided to do was let Ohio State's athletes be athletes. So how can you separate them? They're both making the same choice. Yeah, they both decided to just let Ohio State do whatever Ohio State wanted. Um, Penn State decided... Hey, that really big guy we can't block. What we're going to do is run at him. Yeah, it's a brilliant decision. Also, we'll take on the final play of the game. Because here we go. This is the final play of the game. Now, building up to this, by the way, like Ohio State finally adjusts for uh, four minutes of the game, right? In case you want to know how many minutes in a football game you have to be smart, the answer has been clear. Four minutes. You got to have four minutes of smart play. If you're a really talented team, which sucks. If you're like North Texas, you got to be smart for like 60 straight minutes, dude. You can't make a mistake in a game. If you're Ohio State, 
you're like a rich person, right? Like, <laughs> I can't blow all this money. Money isn't real and neither is crime. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Even if I go into debt, technically it's an asset for me. You know, and that's Ohio State. Ohio State was smart for like three or four minutes. But before that, James Franklin, um, I think the best summation of that was was either Richard or Alex's article. but um, Or a succinct tweet by uh, at BP Reddict, B Predict, that would be Jeff at Basketball Predictions. Uh, Low, a basketball predictions uh, guy, has a really good summary of every mistake James Franklin made. Um, Before the game, does anyone recall what James Franklin, head coach of the Penn State Nittany Lions, said about getting to the 50-yard line? Does anyone remember this? He said they they were not going to punt. There there will be no punts. It's four-down territory once we get past it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. When they were inside Ohio State's 40, uh, they punted twice. They punted twice. Maybe did they hang on? Did they get there without crossing the fifty? Did they go around Ooh. or under? Sure. Did they mm. teleport? Was that there a portal? <laughs> Was space folded in on itself? Should have taken a left turn at Albuquerque. No, there, there were no folds. State Field not have a fifty. Mm-hmm. No, there was nothing suspicious. There was there was nothing um, untoward about the way they got there. Uh, they merely got across Ohio State's forty. And then punted twice after James Franklin said there would be no punting. Um, well, they punted on four down, fourth down, right? Yeah, they didn't. They did. see it's fourth. That's it's it's a four down, four down territory. Punt on fourth down. That's not one, but two. David Shaw's and two. they didn't. They didn't punt on the last play. Technically, they probably should have. <laughs> see, it, eventually, it was fourth four down territory. Honestly, I would have gone for that over what actually happened, if only because it would have been unexpected. God. Yeah. Um, no, gotcha. never mind. That was certainly. You know what? I take that back. What what transpired was certainly unexpected. I would say before we even totally get into that, if you somehow did not see it, um, they would have been better off lining up, doing exactly what you do in video game football, and calling punt, fake punt, pass, and lining up out of that. They really would have been better off in it than what they did. Um, oh, they were at Ohio State's forty nine, and they had a fourth and one. Uh, James Franklin said they weren't going to punt. Did they do that? Yeah, they punted. They punted. On um, fourth and three in the red zone, uh, did they kick a field goal? Yeah, they kicked a field goal. I'm not. I'm okay with that because it was kind of a sloggy game to that point. But yeah, um, I am less certain on this. When you're in the fourth quarter and you score with what I believe was about seven minutes left in the game, and you're up by five, what does a card say? This is an honest question. I don't. I don't know what the card says. The you're, card you, being you score, the, you score to go up by five. Yeah, you're up by five. Do you go for two in that situation? I'm gonna guess it says go for two because a touchdown is more likely than two field goals. That would be my guess. But even if you're you're not quite as ambivalent about this as I am, uh, just know that he he forgot to go go for two at that point. And this gets us to. The finale, which would be. I really hate that we already did the 30 second fireworks show fairly recently <laughs> on this show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so on fourth and five at the Ohio State 43 with a minute 16 to go and trailing 27 26. 
fourth and five. James Franklin first calls a timeout. Right? That's fine. Yes. It's fine, right? You got two. You got two at that point. Brings everyone over. They see what the defense is doing. And then they call another timeout. Have you ever seen an offense call two timeouts in a non-field goal situation when it's fourth and five with like a minute left? It's unusual. Just icing Greg Schiano. I mean... <laughs> he is swollen. <laughs> He's had problems with infections before. <laughs> Throwback burn. MRSA! I, Lord I, MRSA! I, I gotcha. Um... Why are you looking at me like I'm supposed to approve of being made to think about Greg Schiano? And <laughs> methylcocos. And foot infections. Yeah. 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 So, speaking of foot infections, they come out for the second, after the second timeout, and then they run. Greg Schiano's definitely had like a disease that only horses get, right? <laughs> Several. Okay. Rutgers Horsa. Pro- yeah, horse. <laughs> or like... He's contracted Dutch elm disease at one point in his <laughs> life, and no one quite knows how. Spray me. <laughs> anyway, please continue. I think it was probably a, I think it was probably a disease that grass gets because, like that, it gives up a lot of yards at once, right? That's boo, boo, yeah, boo. Clo- that was close. That was that was close enough. We'll count it. Yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. I'm no, I'm counting it. I'm counting it because you know what? That's a decisive play that I didn't need to call a timeout to run, much less two. All right. That's true. You failed, but you didn't. You didn't think about it too long. No, we just gunned it, baby. <laughs> We're just gonna go. Okay. So, with a player with 461 total yards of offense by himself, Trace McSorley in the backfield, what does Penn State call with a minute and change left on fourth and five after two timeouts to clarify all this? What 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 would you describe that that play as? Because I've seen it described as a draw. That seems generous. It was Tech Mobile run one. I was gonna say, I, I, like, it's an open-ended question. What was actually called? Right? Do we know what was actually called? Because I know what I saw. What did you see? You know that thing at the end of that famous clip where the organist and the Messiah loses track of their place in the music, mm-hmm. and it sounds like a carnival train derailing. Mm-hmm. That, but playing out over the face of a single human being, it was kind of beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what, I think it was a tailback draw, maybe, right? To a guy who had like 45 yards on the night, and Ohio State had been entirely comfortable. Yeah, take the guy who has 461 yards of total offense and all your scores out of that, right? He either threw him or he carried it in himself. And uh, they took Surprise. it out of his hands. Yeah. Sup- <laughs> you know what I'm going to go with here? Let's see. I'm going to go with the thing we're not good at in a in a clutch moment. That's what we're going to go. They didn't even go off of like a fake off the good player, right? No. No. They didn't do that. No, it wasn't. It wasn't like it wasn't like um, Trace McSorley held the ball. And looked over to the wide. I think they had trips left. It's not even like he looked over there to hold somebody. They were just like, "Nope, here it is." Yeah, they they went with with that, and whatever it was, James Franklin called it. And this is where we remind you that 
James Franklin, um, James Franklin, frankly, needs some some like defenders before this because I don't think he gets enough credit for being a very good overall head coach who gets programs moving the right way and wins a lot of games. You know, also when other coaches get the chance to like blindly talk shit about other coaches, he always comes up. I think deservedly so, because uh, he's one of those guys who. He enjoys recruiting, which probably means he's like sort of a terrible person to other coaches, right? You don't want to go there. He's got termites, like the the program. No, he personally. Greg Schiano? Yeah. Yeah, Greg Schiano. He's got horse diseases, weird grass infections, and termites. He's a he's a decrepit estate all by himself. <laughs> but yeah, I don't like there's no defense for this. This was just Oh, there was some defense, defense for it. Yeah, there, <laughs> there was all sorts of defense. All for right. At first look, it, it looked to me like it was meant to be read option, get trace loose. But I mean, it. I don't. It does it even matter if the D line blows it up to that degree? I don't think they knew the assignments. That's the thing. They look back twice. Well, when would they have had a chance to find those out? Yeah. <laughs> was it? <during laughs> yeah. The come fall? on. Was it <laughs> Stop, Everybody's stop Everybody stop just get hydrated. These young men. <laughs> they might have been talking about the sharp objects finale. You don't know. I mean, what were they doing? What, HBO? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a more answerable question than what I'm asking. At least the press conference went well. <laughs> oh, I wait, did... I didn't watch it. What happened? He did... This isn't what he meant, but at one point, James Franklin actually says, we're done with being great. Is that not what he meant? Uh, you know, in the moment, maybe not. Did I miss anything else in that press conference? Did he bite anyone? Wait, No, what? it was very passionate. It was like the coach equivalent of like the... It's um, not literally a horse. The Tim Tebow, like, we're going to try so hard thing. Um, it was a lot of stuff about like, players are going to take notes in class now. Because like like it, which is weird because like you almost lost to Appalachian State. I know that was a thousand years ago. Yeah, a lot of people one. saw that. People saw that was way more embarrassing than losing by one to Ohio State. No matter how it happened. So maybe you should have started taking notes then. I don't know. I don't know. This this was this was there, right? But this is this is no, this game always ends in some that. dumb bullshit. Like yes. they out. They outgained Ohio State by a hundred yards and lost. And I feel like that's the story of the last three times these teams have played. Uh, yeah, when these teams play, it's always it. <clears throat> you know, the the team that is ahead in the fourth loses. It's stupid. Uh, Penn State covered. Ohio State might be the second best team in the country. Penn State almost beat them. That's way better than being taken overtime by Appalachian State. Mm-hmm. Hmm. No. Also, uh, there's also the point. There, I, it is also at least this worth is saying funnier, that, but that's not the same thing. God. That, exactly, exactly. That a a better design play doesn't necessarily succeed. Doesn't necessarily mean that they kick a field goal. To, like they're still, it, it's not so massively boneheaded that it's like, oh my god, you could have won the game and you just totally. It's not what Louisville did. <laughs> Which, okay, can can you fill me in on that? I'm, I'm, I'm very serious because not only do I want to talk about how bad Louisville is, because I think we've we've 
ragged on James Franklin enough, who, by the way, in other games before this, has done at least one thing per game where you go, I, I don't think that's right. I don't. Like, coach-wise, if you're watching him, like, manage a game, at one point he does something where you go, yeah, I don't think that's a sound investment. The Ermine farm? I don't think Mink is a big... I don't think Mink's going to, like, get me to retirement, buddy. No, 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 just write the check. So so here's what the situation is. Um, Louisville has the ball up 24-21 with about two minutes to play. They have just converted, and they have first and ten on the Florida State 21. Uh, Florida State, I believe, has only two timeouts left. So if they just do nothing of interest or aggression, they can... Uh, Louisville can drain the clock to like a minute, a minute five, something like that, and try to kick a field goal, go up by six, give Florida State almost no time to mount a, um, and no timeouts to mount a game winning touchdown drive. Alternatively, they can just get another first down and end the game. Um, at this point, the win probability for Louisville was at 98.8%, which Penn State's win probability when they called forth this fourth and five play was nowhere near that. What did they call, Jason? What was the play that they called in this situation where, again, kneeling is is does you almost no harm? And run a safe run also does you almost no harm. Let's throw the football. <laughs> Well, I'm starting to wonder if Bobby Petrino's the man for this job. <laughs> Louisville, Louisville calls a Bobby Petrino calls a pass play that Florida State picks off. So now they have the ball down three with two minutes to go and both of their timeouts, and they end up winning the game. We could have done the safe thing, but we did the naughty thing. Oh, it's so much worse with earbuds. It's like it's going directly inside my head. I like mean, that's the, that's that's a, that's a straight up fuck up, right? The quarterback's name Pass. He's not going to hand off. <sighs> just, just so. I mean, there's that. Um, Northwestern. Northwestern led Michigan seventeen seven at halftime. In the second half, they never crossed midfield. I get that Michigan's defense is great, maybe the best in the nation, or at least in the conversation. But goddamn, you can't even get past the fifty when you hold the lead, you you stupid asshole idiots! I love this. God, the Petrino quote. I look. I, uh, I'm not. I can't do the voice, but he said, "I look back at it. I bet you do." <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, Why are you like this? I should have ran the ball, a somber Petrino said in the postgame press conference. I did know what they were in. And I was expecting him to throw the hitch into the field. It's my job to make sure we're on the same page. I didn't get that done. That's, man, I was expecting him to throw the hitch into the field. That is the like, that is the most like, subtle little oh yeah i was expecting the quarterback to do the right thing but hey it's my job to make sure he isn't an idiot yeah Which yeah it's it like way to, way to way to take the take the fall coach like i was expecting the dumbass to make the right move that's my fault my second favorite part of uh of this game is the segment of florida state media that is like see this proves willie taggart's got culture change you can see it 
You can see it taking hold. <laughs> I do love this though because Willie Taggart has benefited from this time and time again. I think teams that just have this like, God. like, like they could have really stepped on his neck and made things super bad and like worse than they already are for Florida State. And you know, a good attitude and a little luck just kind of gets you to the next day. <laughs> like, well, we're not where we want to be yet, but we're not Louisville. This is a team that lost by 24 to Virginia, and you're happy that they f- they fucking handed you a chance to win. Be thrilled with it, dude. <laughs> you know what? Did yeah, you see actually, what happened the way the way in other games. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You could be Nebraska. Whoops. Could- God. <laughs> Scott Frost day is never going to end. Scott again. This is the worst Scott Frost. So day put ever. your little hand in my hand. Yeah. Just no respect for no respect for the sacred holiday of Scott Frost Day. Scott Frost Day. Scott, Scott Frost, Frost Day. Day. <laughs> None. That that I that in this it's a, game. It's a pagan ritual where you frost your tips. Yeah. <laughs> you what? Power cleans and frost your tips. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> frost your what? <laughs> you made that happen. You did. Jason should have. <laughs> Jason could have passed on that joke, but he chose to run with it. Thus making him. It, it wasn't me. Do you think yeah, Scott no. Frost is ever going to stop talking shit about future opponents? Because <laughs> Michigan, he what was it? He said I mean, we're going to out hit. I he said he said we did out hit. We did out hit, but he also said they were going to. I think he said last time they were there with UCF. He said, "Yeah, we." Yeah, we lost by thirty-five, but we out hit him. Which at the time it was like, boy, that's that's plucky. And then <laughs> and then after they lost to Michigan, he said, Well, at least we've got a winnable game next week, and then Purdue beats you uh, by fourteen. I mean he, he, what that's not a lie. That's a winnable game. It no, it, yeah. I could technically be an astronaut. Unless you're Nebraska, in which case maybe they're not. Right. Even I, even can, even the Akron cancellation looks beneficial at this point. You're like, whoo, good job there. Oh wait, yeah. who's next? Road game at Wisconsin. Have fun, Nebraska. Dummy, I mean, maybe they'll pull this. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wisconsin already had their one kind of like lost weekend game where they're like, oh, God, how amazing would that be, though? You know, a Mad Men when Don Draper would kind of like drink a little too hard and he'd go like, well, I'm going to get clean. And then like three episodes later, it was like, back at it. About You've been working with a ruptured appendix yeah. for three weeks, Don. Right. Where he's like, oh, I'm aware of my alcoholism, but I'm not quite willing to do anything about it. That's Wisconsin losing to BYU, right? I think I love my children. No, I don't. No, Jim. I don't. <laughs> I got money and a big car. Wisconsin's now back into the I got money in a big car stage of things. They're, they've had that scary moment with BYU, that moment of clarity. They're over that. They're just going to pave Nebraska. Let me give you this quote from Scott Frost. In my opinion, we look like one of the most undisciplined teams in the country, and it kills me. That means this is edge of tomorrow for Scott Frost. He dies every Saturday. wakes up like... <gasps> Another beautiful day in the Husker you Corps. You know he talks like Bill Paxton. Yeah, he did. <laughs> the fiery crucible. The fiery crucible that makes men men. Which champions are forged. <laughs> That's it. Every Saturday. Like, oh, hey, I'm going to get it right this time. Oh, dead again. That's going to be the Wisconsin game. Giant monster. Just look. <laughs> A giant monster 
Smells of sausage. Mm, delicious sausage monster. The fuck, dude? I know. Uh, there was this, too. <laughs> Ryan, congratulations, fellow Gator. We won a game in Starkville. Yeah, it was... It was... Starkville! Yeah. I think Richard told me uh, that this was the first time Florida's won consecutive road conference games. Uh, we don't play non-conference games on the road, no, so that no, was no, an no. unnecessary qualifier. Um, it's cold in out there. Fi- in five years, so hey, little things, yep. man. Like I was sitting there on thirteen six, and I'm going, yeah, man, 13 six. Then I was like, yeah, hell yeah, thirteen six. But <laughs> this go. isn't the result that made me feel. Yeah. This isn't. This is not the result that made me feel best about. Florida season. No, I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. Kentucky is good. Listen, Kentucky put it on South Carolina. I know that that score isn't the most dominant, right? Oh, but it's a score you know South Carolina. Will Muschamp hates to lose by that score. I'm supposed to win by that score. Damn it! (laughs) Also, uh, another game, by the way, where basically two, two teams entered. And uh, both of them pretty much had the same box score. And, uh, wow, you'll never guess what doomed South Carolina. <clears throat> I mean... The, I mean, the complete inability to pass the ball for most of the game. Turnovers. Yes, turnovers. Yeah, yeah man. Just turnovers. Kentucky is now number two in the SEC in yards per play allowed on defense and yards per rushing attempt. Georgia is number one in both categories. Kentucky is good. No, this is a good football team. They've evolved. This is a horseshoe crab of a team, right? The SEC East, basically kind of somewhere in the prehistory of football evolution at this point, right? SEC East has been bombed back into like, I don't know, some antediluvian kind of state where there's a bunch of crabs, maybe a few dinosaurs. Like Georgia's like the big dinosaur right now. Right, right. You know? And Kentucky, you know what? Kentucky's an ankylosaurus, man. They're real hard to flip on their back, right? Like how how do how do how do A and M fans feel about getting Kentucky next? Bad. They after have to feel after real bad about after that. after really barely beating Arkansas. After they, really trying hard to lose to Arkansas, they probably want to like I don't know grab Kentucky's face mask and be like, "Do we have to do this?" I cherish you. I value you as a person. See, you, don't, you don't. You don't know face. what he said. Jimbo Fisher grabbed a kid by the face mask and like yanked him around by it. And this was one of my favorite things this weekend was to watch former players on Twitter be like, "I would beat that little man's ass." No, tell what Schlereth said. Oh, I this was extremely revealing, especially considering who he was talking about. Oh yeah, this was th- this was amazing that um, that when this happened. All right, this is during. Um, a&M's game against... They played Arkansas this weekend, correct? Yes, yes. And won by seven, and it was dicey all the way to the end. Yeah, which again, like... Thanks for asking. Yeah. That's, um... That's, by the way, Arkansas, steadily improving. I know they continue to lose. On it's... on one side of the ball. There's on one w- side of the ball that is not improving. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to make... I'm trying to help, man. <laughs> I know, but right I'm now a Arkansas person and I'm trying to discover kindness. All right, Arkansas is a dominant pitcher. is a, is a pitcher with you know like a really ripped dominant arm, and the other arm is like, ooh, jeez, oh, 
that has maggots. I don't know about that. Yeah, they're like a tennis player, except in this sport, you have to play tennis and then box. (laughs) Got one big arm. Ow. So Mark Schlereth said um, that he sort of quote tweeted it with the clip of Jimbo yanking this kid around by the face mask. And uh, he said, my O-line coach in Denver once had a team meeting to tell us, if I ever put my hands on you in a game, you have the right to whip my ass. True story. One, I enjoyed that this was a meeting. Meeting. Subject line, if I ever put my hands on you. (laughs) 10 a.m. We're here to discuss. 10 a.m. to 10.03. When you may and may not whip my ass. (laughs) Two, if you don't know who said that, it was in all likelihood, like 99% certain, that this was Denver's offensive line coach and legit football genius, Alex Gibbs. All right. North Carolina's own. Uh, really cool dude super profane there is a coaching clinic where it's him mullen uh steve adazio and urban meyer uh on youtube that you can watch and in it it starts with and i'm not i'm not kidding it goes hey listen this is how i run this shit this is how we've always run this shit if you guys want to do it fucking different cool i don't give a shit like and motherfuckers do this all kinds of ways that's like the first 10 seconds of this mm-hmm. clinic okay yeah. imagine that's your like poli sci professor god that'd be amazing <laughs> alex gibbs could have done that <laughs> i know he really could have been like hey motherfucking neorealism here we're just gonna lay it all out here for you it's got failings and it's got fucking successes it's all just one giant fucking mess here's how you zone, here's like how you zone block communism 201, the 201 chemistry lab right <laughs> you ready to titrate you're not ready to titrate neither am i it's fine <laughs> You can blow your hand off if you want. I don't give a shit. This electron's got a jump a level. I call that a reach block. Here. So, yeah. The best part is that's Alex Gibbs. Alex Gibbs was a tough son of a bitch. He was a, he was a really tough dude. Uh, and still is, by the way. He's like, yeah, I think he's 83. Uh, but Alex Gibbs was super tough. And he's like, yeah, you can you can just beat my ass if I ever do this in a game. Notice, by the way, he said in a game. I don't know about practice. You can try. In, in a practice, that's you can just kill him. Yeah, <laughs> you, can, you can throw. You can toss me around like I'm Loki, and you're the Hulk, buddy. You can Talton Mister Ripley me. You assume my identity. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm Alex Gibbs. Shit, this kind of sucks. I was making more money before. Why did I do this? Always talented, Mister Ripley up. Don't talent. Don't talent. <laughs> Don't talented Mr. Ripley down, right? Don't be like, hey, now I got his identity. Man, he's got terrible credit. No. <laughs> Ryan, who would you talent talented Mr. Ripley? If you could just assume someone else's identity after killing them in a you know an Italian villa. <sighs> I don't know. No, no, it's on a boat. Yeah. Oh no, I I I do it to Jude Law just for the like the hilarity factor. The irony. <laughs> So you'd kill you'd kill Jude Law. Right. And then assume his identity and be Jude Law. <laughs> Just show up as Jude Law. I'm like, he's different. Yeah, I've been taking care of myself lately. Sorry. <laughs> been real sick. <laughs> I've been doing this new workout. <laughs> Doctor said I lots of bed rest and twizzlers. This is what you get. <laughs> Happier than I've ever been. 
I'm still a great actor, though. Anyway, yeah. Uh, what am I doing here? Cool. <laughs> just start taking. Just start taking all of Jude Law's worst offers, right? Beethoven Nine. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I'll act in that. What time do you want me to come act? Uh, I would talented Mr. Ripley, the Queen of England. That's what I, I don't. Do. I don't think that's how. No, there's specific rules about how that works. Y'all no. have about the same build. Like yeah. you picked, you picked the exact job where they have thought a lot about what happens if this person dies. Yeah, so it's fine. I'll just show up and. Do you know how many right? They won't even you know. Have to sit in? Meetings? Not if I'm Do you the. Do know queen. how much paperwork is involved in being the Queen of England? What you're describing is also basically the plot of King Ralph. That's that's fine. <laughs> what, okay. Do you think? Aren't what you're not inspired by King Ralph? Are you a Philistine? Sorry. Yeah, so that was that was my favorite. There you go. There's your favorite Jimbo Fisher movement moment of the weekend is to see this little coach they've signed for seventy five million dollars for ten years, putting his hands on a three hundred pound kid like he's not taunting death itself. I like it. They're coaching him hard. Mm-hmm. Sure. Coaching them hard so that they lose by only seven to Arkansas, which at this they point Ar- is they like beat, they beat Arkansas. Okay. They beat Arkansas. It's fine. Wins Results. a win, y'all. We should talk about Notre Dame. I know you don't want to. I was thinking about Jude Law. I know. Okay. Look, if you just, if you like, fuck with your TV's visual settings and you can't really tell that it's Notre Dame, this is a very fun football team to watch. They're like pretty good and they know what they're doing and they don't get super rattled and. They are competent on both sides of the ball and like they're aggressive on defense and they kind of mix it up on I don't know. Notre Dame is good and not like in that sloggy, terrible, why do I have to deal with this kind of way? It's weird. No, they're, they're I mean Sure. Sure. I mean, in yards per play, they're still right around what, UCLA? That like, can't be true. It is. Yeah. It is. I don't yeah, yeah. No, that was last year, not this year. I'm doing okay. anything I can to avoid actually looking directly at Notre Dame being good. You're going to have to because the, there's nobody left on the schedule. The, the only thing you should hear, I know you don't want well, to deal with they're this. They're going to lose to Pitt, but other than that. Other than that, the season-defining loss to Pitt. The schedule is pretty smooth from here on out, unless you think Florida State or Virginia Tech, or I guess USC, who barely beat Arizona. Uh, are going to turn turn the table here. So, Spencer, instead, I want you to focus all of your negative mental energy into this. Notre Dame runs the table, but doesn't get in the playoff because they don't play in a conference championship game. I'm going to work on that. I would also point out, by the way, that like they're probably a top 25 offense at this point, like under book. Yeah. Like they're still gonna have to get their numbers up, but like and and they're but they're like a top five defense. Yeah, yeah. That probably that probably does it for the rest of. Who, I mean, who, they have nobody left that's that scary. Pitt. Other than, I, you have the best, uh, again, you, you have the Pitt. best theory on Pitt. You do that, that Pitt is a super weapon that has to take all year to charge. <laughs> and you can only you can only it's use it once. <laughs> It's a Legend of Zelda thing where they're like, let's get this divine beast. We have to point it at the target. 
And it's gonna have to wait for the right moment for like sixty hours of gameplay. It's, it's just, just like in this like angry cocoon for the first two months of the season, <laughs> just taking blows, just damage, 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 and it's like slowly turning redder and redder. Somebody said it's like Black Panther's armor, where it's not actually useful until it gets beat the shit out of a lot. Didn't we say that on here? The dudes is loose. It's the dudes is loosed as in a cannon. Yeah. As in, he's 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 sitting there just bulking up, hulking up the anger. The other thing you can root for is UCF to just jump Notre Dame, because UCF oh. still UCF still undefeated, and the the end of their schedule between Navy, Cincinnati, and USF like has some reasonable quality on it. Navy's kind of in the middle there, but like Cincinnati and USF are both undefeated right now. I do like the idea of Notre Dame, the playoff thing. Oh, they're not in a conference. I, I do like the idea of that still being a debate as if, um, I don't know, can anyone think of a recent example of a team making the playoff despite not winning a conference? Nope. Nope. Can't think of one. But they, but, like but they, they were brave enough to be in one, okay? That's the important thing. Right, okay. They didn't dodge, that, they didn't dodge the opportunity. They just were not called to serve. <laughs> they did not dodge Ole Miss. Bone Spurs. Alabama registered for the SEC Selective Service, <laughs> and it was Auburn who was called to be gutted by Georgia in the championship game. <laughs> Notre but, Dame is fleeing to Canada, which may be where three of their next games are. I can't. Confirm. I was. I'm sorry. I was looking for investment opportunities in our neighbor to the north. Business. Business is a war too. Business is a war. Damn, that's so profound. See, war profiteer business dick. Um, yeah, that's and again, you know, or or, just... or Notre Dame just plays Alabama in the playoff. Oh, oh, congrats, guys! Hey, <laughs> that's the only fun part about having a bully on the block like that is you're like, ooh, Debo, go get him. Every now and then, the, every now and then, the pit bull bites the right person, right? It bites everyone, but every now and then, it bites the right person. And this is when we get to remember that Steve Bannon is a Notre Dame fan. Hey, shake down the tide. You, let's, he did. He he tweeted that. It's it's one of the best tweets. Yeah, he's a, he's a genius. Also, I like I, that. Even that suggests the level of grift. <laughs> I would threaten their businesses and extort them for money. You, this is why uh, I really don't want to pay attention to Notre Dame is if I want them to lose one, I do have to root against the team, which is potentially looking like a really interesting to watch team, which sucks. Um, in addition to that, the teams I have to root for outside of our beloved pit who can potentially beat them down the stretch. Yeah. And there's conflicts all over the place. No, no, there's, there's one, Free, there's one free place you can put all of your energy into. November 17th. That's right, because if Notre Dame loses its only game of the season and knocks itself out of playoff contention in their fucking Yankees uniforms against Syracuse, yes! Yeah. <laughs> but they're, they're Yankees, Duke, Lakers, Notre Dame. They should just have all the logos on Wharton, there. All Wharton Pats. MBA program. Yeah, the Pats logo somewhere on there right drake mm -hmm. right amazon study study abroad in greece amazon prime <laughs> notre dame sponsored by amazon prime they'd be they'd be sponsored by costco <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> no. 
Oh, that's a good company. <laughs> Amazon Prime is a little t- all right. Sam's Club? Will you Sam. give me Sam's Club? Uh, two. No, they've the branding. They never co-bred with Walmart derivative. They'd invest in it though. Is it Target? Target? It could be Target. I don't know. They're they're from Minnesota. They're a little socialist. A little Best too- Buy. Best Buy. Mm, yeah, yeah. We can do that. Very shiny. Yeah. Range Rover. Just put Range Rover on there. And then Syracuse comes in, Eric Dungy. Eric Dungy throws 58 passes, has no TDs and interception and wins. Eric Dungy, confused upon entering the stadium as Notre Dame's mascot. (laughs) That's how I got in. (laughs) They were trying to keep me out. It's my camouflage. Um, The other, there is another game that I think bears some mention, uh, which is was absolutely hilarious for me to watch uh, because I enjoy watching Northwestern lose, but I <laughs> just because they're so good at it. Uh, I watched Michigan Northwestern and it was hilarious because Northwestern blew a 17 zero lead. Again, they did not cross midfield in the second half. They just, they just stopped. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We football, we, we showed we could football. Well, I believe I believe we've made our point. We shed football again. Which, like the Red Army, you know, you might push Michigan back. But if they start coming this way, just get out of the way. <laughs> because they're going all the way to Berlin. They're not just going to stop at Poland. It's just going to... All the way back. Don't think about who I made Northwestern in that metaphor. Just, it's fine. just let it go. Let it go. But yeah, they didn't cross the 50. They were... They were awful running the ball absolutely awful they were meaningless they just they just again they just stopped they had 28 yards rushing on the day 28 wazoo had zero and they won what happened at the end of that game (laughs) please inform me i have not watched it yet um i haven't either either. i can't be useful here the air raid has reached his final form (laughs) <laughs> I need to know. Mike Leach has finally been perfected. He is now, um, well, not, I won't say ascending to heaven. Whatever, whatever the alternative version sure. of that would be. Key West Plus. He's being mummified. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That sounds like something you'd be really into. Yeah. He's gone. He's gone to Air Raid Heaven, which is coaching at like Abilene Christian for the mm-hmm. last eight years of your career. For $78 a week. <laughs> Somehow. What? It's not about the money to me. <laughs> I coach at a Division three school in I coach at a Division three school in Paraguay, and I love it. <laughs> I coach at Monterey Tech State Tech. You, you're averaging like 500 points a game. No, we're clearing like 22. I don't know what happened. It's crazy. <laughs> I just lost my lost my stuff. I coach a softball team on a submarine, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm happy. We're three and two. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't really know uh, what happened at the end of this. All I know is that there was. It. It was one of those things where across Twitter there was just a sudden like shimmer of panic and glee. Right. Like. Uh, oh no. <laughs> like Utah fans going. God damn it, Utah. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> We're terrible. We're terrible. Utah is terrible. <laughs> they're. They're not wrong about that. They're, um, man, they are, they are something to watch. 
They are. I do like this method of reporting on a game. Yeah, we should just. I, one team won. Um, everyone was yelling. <laughs> there was a general. What do, that? what do you make of that? There was a hullabaloo. And then after that, yeah. This feels like the truest method of reporting on a game. <laughs> um, the other game. So the other as game. I, I understand it. A whole bunch of shit happened. Your thoughts? The other game I need to be informed of is that was very late and very weird at the end. Was USC Arizona? No, you don't. No, you don't. So quit asking. Yeah. yeah, you don't need to. And I say that because I know Jason wants to talk about Georgia Tennessee. Whoops. <clears throat> well, not really the game itself. I'll, I'll spare everyone everyone involved that. The special teams, though. Boy, were they special. Did uh, you know Tennessee currently has four punters in the NFL? Punter you? Man, I guess. No, it's been that well, way for a while. It's been that way since the Col- since the Colquitt Lab stopped churning out Colquitts. Well, they find a way to get these boys a lot of experience, and I don't just mean because the offense is bad. Mm-hmm. Um, do, do do we know how many penalties there were in just one quarter for failing to line up for punts? I want to say it three. was three, but I don't know because I didn't watch, which is a good idea. Smart. I know. Smart. I know. At one point, I saw somebody say that Tennessee had punted, had three possessions, but had punted five times. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. that. Oh, that's it was. Uh, that's like and performance it was. <laughs> How did you failing... fuck your tax returns up this badly, Tennessee? It would be, but it would be like doing it three Have years in a row. Have you heard what we exactly do to revenueers? <laughs> Punt them, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, they they lined up incorrectly for a punt, which, okay, that happens once. Okay, Nick Saban pulled the veins out of his throat if that happened to his team, but anybody else, fine. Uh, then it happens immediately. It happens again. Like, did you not just, did you think you're just going to get away with it this time? Y- like yes. They wouldn't notice? And then it happens again. And at that point, it's like, fellas, you're allowed to talk about these things. learning experience please you're in college you're supposed to learn meanwhile when in georgia special teams uh rodrigo blankenship greatest kicker in the country Sprayberry high school alma mater of Derek mckinnon and uh xavier woods best high school in the country mm-hmm. there's a botch bobbled snap uh and a tennessee rush a tennessee uh rusher breaking through the line the kick's going to be blocked and what does our hero the greatest kicker in the world do he does a stutter step maneuver like he's kicking a free kick in soccer. Just stands there, waits for the <laughs> waits for the Tennessee lineman to, to descend, and then just flicks the just ball over chips, the cross. Just chips it over. <laughs> he almost is beautiful just, man. He came close to he came close to panenkaing the shot. Yeah, he re- he really almost pulled a panenka. It was like a disrespectful PK. Yeah, it was like, oh, you want to block it? Okay, hang on, let me just. Okay, you're doing this whole thing. I get it. You're d- jumping up and down. You're laying on the ground. Are you, are you done falling yet? Are you done falling? Okay, thank you. Good. Boop, bloop. Let- I, I, see you're, I see you're going through a lot of effort. That I, I, I respect that. Thank you. Thank you. Procedurally, I would like to give a massive shout out to North Carolina for doing something or helping create a moment I have never seen, which was committing so many turnovers in a single flurry of ineptitude that the opposing defense has to call a timeout so they can get a breather. (laughs) Not because they've been on the field so long, but because they've been on the field so long because they keep running the ball back when you drop it or throw it to them. This is the most damning statistic I've seen in a while. 
Miami scored 47 points. Do you know how many plays they ran? Uh, was it 42? It was 46! <laughs> you can't... You shouldn't average more than a point per play? <laughs> they were winded. Like, oh the my god. Like, Bruh, running 70 yard sprints, it's just... This chain's heavy. I gotta... Oh. Yeah, they, they, they took a timeout. Because they were tired. They 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 literally did the like, yeah. I'm gonna have to ice my foot. It's sore from me kicking your ass. They they did that. Also, shout out to Tulane. Tulane kicked Memphis's ass. It was the Friday yeah. night game, and yeah, I watched it. And yeah, I was happy about it because Tulane in the like angry wave helmets, easily a top five college football helmet of all time. Uh, they took it to Memphis. And, and not just regular angry wave. This was big ass angry wave. Yeah, big like tsunami. Up. Yeah, tsunami like all over the helmet, right? Uh, they they absolutely beat down Memphis, the team that usually dominates them. So shouts out Green Wave and Texas won. Texas well on course for nine and three. Damn it! How did the Sandman do this week? I don't even remember. Uh, over 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 five hundred. <laughs> we'll put how, it that way. How far? How far over five hundred? Not too. Was it Rodrigo uh, Blankenship clearing the crossbar by like? Yeah, just, yeah, just, it's, just it's in there. It's in there. It's all you need to know. <laughs> um, my other favorite thing this week was the Clemson game, which of course had a big quarterback drama. It's very exciting. Um, but at the end. We go through this every fucking, like, once a month. A Clemson home game, if it comes down to the wire and everyone sees the fans come onto the field, the, it, then the whole they internet... They rush the like, field for this? Yeah, this you, is... you beat Syracuse and you act like you just beat the New England Patriots. You bought a, a bunch of losers. Because I don't understand why everyone gets mad about this. Like, to a degree in which I... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I yelled at a Clemson, lot of Clemson's been doing it for 70 years, and it's not like that is an essential element to it being totally fine i i say it's 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 a yard run on the yard how do you get this mad about this where do you have that kind of free time (laughs) like as soon as as soon as the game ends and the camera pulls back and you see the kids coming on the field it was like all right we better tweet the article like because we did a post on this a couple years ago because people get so reliably mad about it every time like yes this happens every single time there's a reason there's a tradition so we tweeted it out with like you know hey tag your friend who's mad about this (laughs) and like i saw so many people quote tweeting it like oh well i didn't know this but that doesn't make it right that doesn't (laughs) i won't accept it Actually, if there's one thing we're missing in college football, it's policing of the emotions of young, uh, mostly black and brown kids. Yeah, more of that. Very important to do that. So much more of that. Act like you've been there. My culture demands joylessness. Also, this is great for traffic. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Have you been to Clemson? There's one and a half roads in and out of that town, and I mean one on one side and half on the other. That's it. Put half the stadium on the field and say, "Wait, just, just wait." Just, you're going to wait. Just chill. Northwestern should have rushed the field, however. <laughs> we lost! Yay! Well, they only got halfway. We're so bad! Yeah, they should only rush their half of the field! <laughs> and they're quitted, tropes. You know they've got them. 
It's a good school. You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> well, I mean, you didn't you didn't run in Quidditch, did you? No. I I would also like my whenever this comes up, right? Like it's just it's an idiot test. Like if you just want to shake idiots loose, you'd be like, "Hey, look, there's people having fun over here." Like that's it's a really great unbridled human emotion. Unbridled human. Yeah, act like you've been there. But where is there? Bitch, I have been here. It's my school. Yeah, like where is there? Act like you've been there before. What? Act like I won. Okay, that's a good thing. No, be grim about it. Actually, the best response to this in Clemson's case is act like you've been there before. Yeah, like that's. Uh, <laughs> They lost to Syracuse last year. They haven't been here before. Yeah. They haven't. That was like the one also, thing. Also, not for nothing, but their baby freshman third string quarterbacks rally is the reason they won that fucking game. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. also this too. Like, Don't all right. Celebrate. I make fun of Texas. I make fun of Clemson. All right. But man, Texas won in Manhattan. Yeah. I mean, like that's, that is their, that is the pedestal that, that, always stubs the toe right like that is that is the oh that's the, the that's the super mario world that they skip that they're like yeah i figured out the way around it just not even gonna play it anymore not even, yeah no that's not you know what because I'm, I'm slightly sympathetic to this because my team won an ugly hard fought hard won battle and it was Star- great and Star- it was great that was awesome you're like well i don't know it just, just i mean it's just why are you why are you, why are you happy with have 13 you seen points what they've done to our face yeah have you seen what they have done to to our facial structure on multiple occasions? There, it's not faces. been good. They got Ron Zook fired, and thank you, thank you. <laughs> and then Ron Zook pooped in Florida State Stadium. <laughs> Literally, just <laughs> right there on the field. This is going to be the most intense public defecation you've ever seen. This is for you, Bobby. Yeah, and it was. It was for you. Um. You know, that all worked out. So thank you, Mississippi State. But I'm not going to take joy away from anybody. You celebrate whatever you want. We don't pay these people above board. And if and even then, not at market value. Gosh, I wonder what the overlap is of people thinking that they should not show joy in these games and also that they should not be paid. Act like a professional, but don't be one. <laughs> this is Gosh, weird, huh? Life's funny. Yeah. I wish gladiator games were real. <laughs> Even then the gladiator has to win and immediately put on a tie. Don't be having... Why, stop, stop strutting over that dead tiger. You just... You had a net. Don't be proud. <laughs> um, yeah, they collectively jacking off to pictures of dead Cecil the lion. <laughs> what? But not celebrating. Yeah, no, don't celebrate. Lie. Kill the lion the right way. No, it's a joyless stroke. Look, <laughs> that's how a gentle, that's how a gentleman that's how a gentleman impregnates a lady grimly. 